0: Hello, spooky friends. A moment of your time, please. The Gatsy on Goosebumps reviews were originally a series of YouTube videos I made from 2016 to 2019. When I started podcasting, I thought, what the hell, I'll make a podcast out of them. I won't worry about promoting the show in any way, I'll just leave them up there and maybe somebody in the year 2068 will Decide to dive through them. Well, clearly, I underestimated the desire for Goosebumps audio content, and I'm always very surprised that there are people tuning in to listen to this every week without any sort of social media presence to alert them about the show. So, To honour all of you weirdos who, like me, enjoy hearing about inconsiderate talking dummies and shockers occurring on and around Shock Street, I am pleased to say that once I have finished uploading these pre-recorded reviews, Gatsy on Goosebumps will be continuing as a dedicated Goosebumps podcast. I won't give away too many details about the new direction of the show right now, but I do promise both thrills and chills thank you so much to everybody who listens to this dumb podcast every week and uh, stay spooky and let's get on with today's show
1: beware the ghost who barks in the dark and beware the pervert who lurks in a park if you wish to wet your pants with fright listen to Gatsby on goosebumps tonight mm-hmm. Good morning Boy, gamers, like my voice proches, and good morning gamers, good morning gamers, welcome to Gatsy on Goosebumps, the only show in which you get to watch me read and review every single Goosebumps book from R.L. Stein's original series and today we are looking at Goosebumps number 51 beware the snowman i don't know kind of lackluster cover i feel like you know we've got a very scary looking snowman here but you know there's not a lot to to look at besides the snowman and the mailbox there tagline is he's got a heart of cold can't fault that though and the blurb reads as follows no melting allowed jacqueline used to live with her aunt greta in chicago but not anymore they've moved to a place called sherpia it's a tiny village on the edge of the Arctic Circle. Jacqueline can't believe she's stuck in nowheresville no movie theaters, no malls, no nothing. Plus there's something really odd about the village. At night there are strange howling noises and in front of every house there's a snowman, a creepy snowman with a red scarf, a deep scar on his face and a really evil smile. Aunt Greta never gives Jacqueline an explanation as to why they have to move to uh, Sherpia on the edge of the Arctic Circle. She just says it's time for a change. Um, So there's obviously something, you know, suspicious there. But Jacqueline's just like, all right, I guess it's time for a change. Like she just accepts moving away from all her friends and, you know, all her her family in Chicago without much of an explanation. Aunt Greta and Jacqueline's mother used to live in that town there. But uh, her mum died when she was very young and she never knew her father. Remember that for later, uh, which is why she lives with her aunt. She's not very happy to be in this very snowy, boring village, there's hardly any people. And it's a bit weird. She always hears these howling noises at night, um, which sound like a strange kind of animal. And every house has like a snowman built. It's exactly the same, like with a red scarf and a scar on its face and an evil grin. Whenever she talks to uh, the two kids she meets uh, warn her not to go up the mountain in this town. And Jacqueline's like, why? And like, ah, oh, just don't do it. Could be dangerous. Just don't do it. She's like, hmm, something odd there. And uh, whenever she um, quizzes Aunt Greta, like, what do you think all these snowmen are about? She's like, ah, it's probably just some superstition and custom. But Jacqueline's like, hmm, hmm. Um. So eventually, uh, one of the kids, uh, Rolanda, tells Jacqueline the the folklore of this of this town. You know, many years ago, two sorcerers lived in the town, and they created an evil snowman and got him trapped in an ice cave at the top of the mountain. And the reason they, he, and that's why that's, and he's the one howling at night. The snowman's howling from up there. And the reason they build all the um, snowmen is this, So if he comes down, he'll be like appeased at like all these snowmen and go back up. But if, he, if it doesn't come out ever, why would they need to build the snowman? I guess as a precaution. The one time she does venture up the mountain, um, this crazy bearded man stops her with his wolf pet. He's like, scares her away something's definitely up that mountain so you know she resolves to go check it out essentially and the younger brother of the Rolanda says yes that story is all true and also I discovered the snowman with my friend a few weeks ago it does definitely exist don't go up the mountain. She's like, well, I've got to know for sure. So I'm gonna go up the mountain. You two are gonna help me distract. Conrad is the man who guards the mountain. You're gonna distract him and I'm gonna sneak up. And for some reason, she's always got in her head this nursery rhyme, beware the snowman. It's just, her mother used to read it to her as a kid. And for some reason, as soon as she came back it like got stuck in her head. And she's like, why am I suddenly remembering this all of a sudden? Rolanda and Eli distract Conrad and she ventures all the way up to the top of this ice cave. And sure enough, there is the snowman. And he's big. He doesn't have a scarf. He looks, he looks the same as the snowman, I think, down the bottom. But he doesn't have a red scarf. So I don't know where that came into the tradition. Which would be comical. Because, like, why would a monster snowman need a scarf at all? Why would a monster snowman exist, I guess? But he's bellowing and he's screaming. He's like, what's your name? And she, like, says her name. And, whoa. A twist coming in three, two... Snowman's like I'm your dad (laughs) and she's like it's very it's very much a Star Wars moment like I'm your father and she's like what that can't be true so the snowman explains and he's like your mother and your aunt the sorceress. they didn't want you to be with me so they turned me into a snowman and like took you away from me that's why she's come back because the curse wears off after 10 years so she's got to put the curse on me again for another 10 years that's why you've come back here the only way to break the curse oh I can't tell you what it is because that would violate the curse I can't tell you but I can give you a hint it involves that poem and she's like I've got it I need to remember what the second verse of that poem is that has been stuck in my head and that will break the curse so she goes to leave and there's Aunt Greta and Aunt Greta's like no the snowman's lying here's what actually happened your mother and father we're sorcerers that is part of the story they created a monster and then encased him in the body of a snowman and now he's up here also I've got the second I've got the book of poems here but I can't let you read it why did she bring it up to the mountain then if her whole intention was not to let her read It's like I'm going to throw it away right now just throw it away before you come up the mountain but Jacqueline's like look I have to know the truth she grabs it she reads the poem and the snowman's like ha ha you fell for it i'm not actually dad at all and all the snow melts away and sure enough there's this red-skinned monster underneath and he's like i'm gonna destroy i'm gonna turn you into snow destroy you i don't know what his threat is what's his what's he going to do once he's free anyway he goes to grab them when suddenly guess what comes to save them the army of snowmen that they built come and push the monster back into the cave until he like freezes again and Conrad's like ah I use my magic to 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 send to send these snowmen to save you from the monster that was disguised as a snowman also I'm your dad I had to stay here because I created the monster so I had to keep everybody safe that's why I stay on the mountain I guess we can be a family again and then the in a comical uh, twist at the end, the snowmen are like, hey, can we get down? It's cold here, the snowmen are talking, that's the only twist. There, man, there are a lot of questions. I don't hate this one, but there's a lot of questions. Why not just have it be a snowman that came to life? Or even if you want to do the sorcerer thing, fine, but why just make it they enchanted a snowman to come to life? Why would you why why is it that they created a monster and then Froze it in the body of a snowman, but it can still move around or anything I don't get why Arlstein does this. Ghost camp for example The ghosts are real, but they create this illusion of a monster But that monster isn't real, but the ghosts are I don't know why he insists on fusing so many elements just towards the end of the story Just have it as a snowman. It's same with the sorcery. Why? Why wh- Why do they mention them as sorcerers? Like that's such, that doesn't fit in with the folklore at all. The snowman says, oh yes, that's why your aunt Greta came back because she needs to put the curse on me for another 10 years. Snowman was lying. So why did aunt Greta come back? Did, this, did the spell legitimately end after 10 years? Yeah, I like the idea of an evil snowman. I just don't get why you just don't make that the focus. Why throwing the, all these elements at the end of like, oh, there's magic. Your dad's a magician. Just make it a fucking snowman. Besides that, it's kind of like I like it. It's good. It's very sort of morose tone throughout the whole thing. A lot of the other Goosebumps walkers will have scenes at school or with their friends to sort of you know break up the spookiness. It's got this very very overall bleak tone. I you know I like the idea that there's this family connection. You know they have to come back to 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 finish this job or renew a curse. But when you get into the semantics of wait, so why are your parents sorcerers? That's just a thing you accept, is it? Overall, it's an entertaining book though and um quite different uh, that's all for this week please join me next time which i discuss goosebumps number 52 how i learned to fly in the meantime though thank you for watching and please stay spooky